All right, welcome to Shifting Gears. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Paul. And I'm Isaac. And tonight we are going to be talking about the best summer car under $10,000. Yes. So be an interesting this is our opinion on what yeah, the best this is. All, this is all our subjective. <laughs> completely subjective based on where we live, what we like, and uh, what kind of cars we like. Yeah. So yeah, this is completely subjective. It has no real value to anybody. But we're going to do it because we think it's fun. Yeah. And you need be, to know our be, opinions. It should be a fun topic tonight to talk about. We should have a lot of fun, which is nice because it's just going to be summer around here. But today it was like 45 and cloudy and, and rainy, pouring rain. More drizzly today. We got soaked running to the cars at lunch at for work. Oh, it was just soaked. Drizzled, drizzled down here. So, but yeah, so we're going to do uh, summer cars and we're going to talk about... Uh, a cool automotive tool or it product? Is t- it is a tool. I mean, it's a product, but it's a, I would call it a tool. Yeah. We're going to talk about something else like that. And we and got random car facts. Random car fact. And we got... And your favorite thing on the earth, Craigslist Showdown. And I'm going to win that also. <laughs> Doubt it. Uh, probably not. <laughs> but, so let's get into our main topic. So the, the topic of this night is best summer car under $10,000. The criteria is it cannot be a snow or a winter bias car. Isaac said no lifted trucks, but obviously he's never driven a lifted truck in the winter because they're awful. Well, no trucks. That There's an asterisk behind that. So no snow car. We're, we're referring to a vehicle when we say summer car that you would not want to drive in winter and you would park Either it. Either A, because it's too nice, B, it's going to go terrible in the snow, or C, you don't want it to rust out. Yeah, those three reasons. So, so th- that's the criteria. So it summer-based vehicle. With that in mind, so something you're going to park in the fall, you'll get out in the spring. So for something, example, uh, it's not in our category. It would be a brand-new Corvette ZL1 yeah. or ZR1. If you winter that thing, I'm pretty sure... You got bigger balls than I do. <laughs> and bigger pocketbooks. <laughs> So that's the criteria in mind um, because Paul and I like to argue and we don't agree and this could be difficult to come up with what's the best summer car. We developed this lovely, I'm going to call it a spreadsheet. It's really simple, but it's it's really a chart. It's a chart. It's a chart. um, It's got four categories. So we'll list off our vehicles and then each category it gives it oh we can give it a score one to five, um, and then we'll sum we'll add up the four categories and the vehicle with the highest number, in theory on paper should win. We're gonna compare head to head each of our picks. We each did three picks, so we'll start with our number three picks and each put those up, and the number twos and number ones, and that's well yeah. What do we want to do? Should we start now? Uh, we should we should talk about the categories first. Oh yeah, I thought you mentioned those. Sorry, I did. I was totally not category. listening. So the first category is coolness, the envy factor. Uh, one to five, like I said. So one, nobody cares at all what you have. Five, everyone envies you. So Chrysler minivan, brand new Ferrari. Yes, that that type of uh, example. Then the next one, these all have ness behind them. Um, summerness, how summer. This one, me and Isaac this debated is. because we think some vehicles are. He thinks some vehicles aren't very summery that I think well, are very summery. We're talking about summer cars, so you got to throw that on here. I know, so, but I'm just clarifying that I think some things are summery that you don't. So, do we need to change the category to be more? I don't want to say parkable. That's dumb. Like, we you walk up to a parking lot. There's a Corvette and a Chrysler minivan there. Clearly, you know it to yourself that the Corvette is more of a summary car than a minivan. That's yeah. what this category All is right. aimed after. We'll, we'll, go, we'll move on with that. It might get modified in, in practice, but we'll move on okay. with that. Okay. Then the next is funness. How much in, how much enjoyment does it bring you? One, it's about as inspiring as a Buick LeSabre. And five, your face hurts so much from smiling. Um, and then the last one is likeness. Personally, how much do you like it? This is where you'll see... You should see our scores differ. Yeah, significantly. I might even go negative on one of Isaac's. Nope, it's one to five. (laughs) All right, one to five. Okay, so... So, Do you want to start with your third, or do you want me to start with mine? I will start with my third. Um, So I am picking 
I specifically found this car on Craigslist, um, but I'm still picking it. Uh, this type of vehicle, specifically the one I found on Craigslist, would be the one I would want to want to purchase. 1980s, mid 80s Nissan 300Z car. Oh, all right, I can get behind a Z car. So I personally would have gone 240, but the 300ZX I can accept. Um, I'll I'll share it with you the link. Oh well, yes, please do. I want to see this specific car. So. It screamed. This car screams 1980s. Like the car in general screams 1980s. T tops. It's got um, the inline six. Uh, it's manual, rear wheel drive. Um, it's got quirky Japanese esqueness to it. Um, these cars have digital dashboards. I mean, this thing just screams like. Yep. This brings me back. players and ZZ Top. You know, this p- reminds me of my mom's out, Supra so right? much. T-tops out, you know, blare some ZZ Top and find an open road. You see? Night 80s. I love I love this. Isn't thing. this a great summer? I'll car? give this a deal. This one's pretty fantastic, Isaac. Thank I you. I like it. I'll give it to you. So now do I have to score it? No, you have to score it and I have to score it. Okay, so coolness factor. How cool is it is it's not a Ferrari, but it's not a minivan. I'm gonna go with the three. It's the middle of the road. Um summer esqueness. How how likely are you to drive this only in the summertime? Pretty high. I'm going to give it a four. Um, funness. How much enjoyment does this car bring to you? Honestly, it's going to bring a lot of fun to you. You're going to have T-tops out, nice weather. You'll be smiling every time you drive this. So I'm going to give this a five. And how much do I like this? I like this car a lot. Um, it's my number three pick. And because I can't give all my cars a five, because that would be cheating, um, I'm going to give it a three. So that brings my total to 15. All right. So I'm going to give it a four for coolness. It's pretty cool. I'll give it that. Summerness, I'm going to have to give it a three on summerness. It can just, it's, if you wanted to drive this in the winter, you could put snow tires on it and make it around, and it probably wouldn't rust that bad, and it'd be okay. So I'll give it a three. Uh, Fun. I spent a lot of time in 80s Japanese sports cars. They're pretty fun. They always seem a little bit underpowered. I'm going to give it a two on fun. Sorry, really? I am. I'm surprised. So I just, they, they just feel gutless. I did not have that feeling when I drove your mom's Supra. I, I, I always wanted more power in that car. Like 300 horse in that car would have been great. Likeness, I, I love it. I'm going to give it a four. So that brings my total out on that one to 7, 9, 13. 13. So, all right. Now, my my third pick, I don't, I don't know. I, this is the only one of my picks I think Isaac would have guessed. I'm just going to say, in general, 1997 to 2004 Ford Mustang Cobras. Okay. Uh, my... My grandpa had one of these when I was growing up until I was about eight or nine when he got his GT500. And these cars are just so much fun. Maybe it's a nostalgia factor for me, but they, uh, I can, I can hear one starting from across the parking lot. They just have a specific sound to them that I just love. And you know, you have 305 horsepower. They're, semi decent handling cars and decent braking you can do a lot of stuff with them you can get them in a convertible if you want the convertible i personally would not go with a convertible it's a car with the top down that's what i'm saying you can get yourself a convertible if that's what you want so you can't grade it down because it's not a convertible but i wouldn't get the you have the convertible option so noted um you know they have a nice six-speed transmission get rag they have a six-speed yeah six-speed get rag rag. huh Cool. So, and if you want to up the ante a little bit, you can buy the Terminator model with the supercharger, but those generally aren't under $10,000. But you can find them eight, seven, eight thousand all day long under $10,000. Oh, I should mention that mine, the one specifically the one I found super clean, was listed for nine. So that's what I would have guessed on that. So I think they're just a lot of fun cars. They're fun to drive, and they're not that expensive, and they have a lot of aftermarket parts that you can play with them with after later on. So. Coolness, I'm going to give it a three. They're still a 90s Mustang. I can't say they're that cool, really. 
I mean, they're cool, and it's as cool as that Mustang could get in that generation, but there's definitely cooler cars. Summer, I'm going to give it a four. No one's going to want to daily drive a 300-horsepower rear-wheel drive car in the winter. You could, though. You could, but no one's going to want to. Uh, Fun, I'm going to give it a three. You got 300-horse rear-wheel drive. You can probably have a lot of fun or stupidness with that. Uh, Likeness. I'm going to have to go with a four on this just from nostalgia factor, which brings me to a 14. Solid 14. Solid 14. So Total score is out of 20. Total score is out of 20. So, Isaac, what would you get? So, coolness. How cool is it? Yeah, Cobra's cool. It's 90s Ford. (sighs) I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go 2.5. Can we do half points? I don't care. Okay. Um, summer, how summer? Yeah, I'm going to go middle of the road three. Um, I see sometimes 90s Mustangs still out on the road. Someone might not know what they have. So I'm going to go three. Uh, fun, yeah, the car probably is going to bring you a lot of fun. Um, cannot debate or argue against that. Um, it's not super handling. It's not super quick. I'm going to go with the three. Middle of the road. Um, and likeness factor. I like it. I don't love it. I'm going to have to go with the two. All right. Um, so that brings my score to six, ten and a half. All right. There we go. Okay. What's your number two? My number two. Um, so I'm a mid-engine car fanatic. At heart, I prefer the engine behind me. Um, and I have always really, really liked these cars. They don't give, I don't think they get as much credit as they do. But the last. If you say Fiero, I'm going to kick you underneath this chair. I I haven't. We already discussed this. I (laughs) said I wasn't going to put a Fiero on the list because I already have one. So um, I'm going to go with last gen, so 2007 Toyota MR2 Spider. Oh, all right. I can accept that. Um, I won't get the Spider personally, but I I can accept the MR2. I like the MR2s. So I've gotten to ride in one once, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I got to ride in an 80s one. So, you know, they're a, they're a good little car. The last generation Spider, people say, wasn't as good as the second gen, which is supposedly the holy grail of of the of the MR2s. Um, I think they rank it like second gen, first gen, third gen, as far as like how well people like the car. But the second gen or the third gen cars, excuse me, I mean they're they're lightweight. They've got the um, one ZZ motor, so the same motor. I thought they had the two ZZ. No, I looked it up. They've got the one ZZ. No, oh, so the same motor as my Corolla. Yeah, same motor as your Corolla. Six speed manual. They're simple. They're. I will say that one ZZ motor is freaking fantastic. I am floored by that motor. So I, I mean, yeah, it's a good motor. Bulletproof drivetrain. They're reliable. Um, I think they're cool. They'd be a cool summer car to own. Um. Then not everyone has one. Yeah, not everyone has one. So coolness factor, it's this funky convertible with with the engine behind behind you. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, how summer esque is it? It's a convertible. It's rear wheel drive. You're not gonna be wintering this. Um, Actually, you probably could winter it pretty well. It's got the yeah, motor over the rear end. Yeah, the Fieros and uh, mid engine cars do actually very well in the winter. But no one's gonna winter one of these things. I'm gonna give it a four. Fun. Um, it's not super quick. The handling was okay. Um, I'm going to give it a, I mean, it put a smile on my face. I'm going to give it a four, uh, and likeness. I'm going to give it a two because my number two pick. So that brings me to a 14. Is that right? 12, 14, 14 points. Wow. I scored less than, uh, my number three pick. All right. So MR2 coolness. I'm no, gonna... that's that's wrong. If we do likeness, this should be four points. I did that wrong. I did my math wrong. Oh, that sucks for you. You gave the points already. <laughs> Sixteen. Well, you gotta fix mine then. Fix yours. You gave me a two on likeness. Uh. Yeah, you're right. I did give you two. <laughs> flawed, uh, flawed chart here. Yeah, on your part, not mine. <laughs> I've been using your chart just fine. I'll give yours a three. Uh, that's more better. That gives me an 11 and a half. Okay. Sorry, Paul. All right. So coolness, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a two. Two? Uh-huh. 
it's, it's basically a Corolla with the engine flip backwards. But one is like a Chrysler minivan. So you're saying this is this is like a Chrysler PT Cruiser. That's how it, cool you're saying it is. And a five is a La Ferrari. Yeah, that's why you get four. No, the it has similarities with a Ferrari. The engine's behind you. Yeah, a Ferrari, La Ferrari, and an MR2. It's a sports car. Similarity. A Ferrari, a Ferrari La Ferrari is not a sports car. It is a hyper car. That is like six tiers up. Okay. I'm going to give it a two on coolness. Summer, I'll give it a three because you can definitely drive that in the winter with the engine over the back. How likely are you to only drive it in the summertime? I don't know. I'd, I'd probably drive one in the winter if I could buy one. If you live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I drive it here. I drive six, seven, 80 miles a day. Fun. I'll give it a three. It probably is a lot of fun to go rip around. Just a three? Yeah. You're going to have a bigger smile on your face than just the three smile. I don't know. It's still got 130 horsepower. Small car, slow cars fast are, I think, quite fun. So I, I do enjoy driving my Corolla, which has yes. the same motor in it. Yes. But I don't know. You do talk about all the time how much you enjoy driving that car. I really genuinely enjoy enjoy my Corolla. Now imagine lower center of gravity, engine behind you, rear wheel drive, six speed. Uh huh. But I'm still comparing the funness of this to driving a La Ferrari, which would be next level out of body You've never experience. One. Maybe a La Ferrari, you you would walk away and be like, I did not enjoy that at all. I Isaac, I know myself, and I would never say that. If I say that, you need to kill me because something's <laughs> wrong. All right, lightness, I'll give it a three again on that. It's it, they're they're cool cars. I like them, but you know they're still a Toyota MR2. So five, eight. That gives it a 5, 8, 11. 11 points. 11 points. All right. So my number two is, I don't think Isaac would ever guess my number two, but it is the first gen Ford Lightning. What? Yep. Is a summer car? You're, you're, you're going to hate my third one, then, my first <laughs> one then. What? Yep. <laughs> First gen Ford Lightning. I'm scratching my head. Okay. So, so get that's to, that's the like ninety to ninety six, right? There's like a ninety, yeah. First gen Ford Lightning. One, let me pull up. Let me pull up the exact years on that. Ninety six would have been the last one. Uh, the older style chassis. They Which are. I prefer. I think they're super super sharp. Lowered single cab, short box, ninety three to ninety five. They have the 351 Windsor with the GT40 heads and hyper-eutectic pistons. They're rated at 240 horse, 340 foot-pounds of torque, 0 to 60 in 7 seconds. That's pretty good. So they had the E4 OD 4-speed automatic, the, eight, the Ford 88 rear end with a 410 uh, and a limited slip. They were lowered an inch in the front, 2.5 inch in the back, 17-inch cast wheels. They came home with... Firestone Firehawk tires. They had disc brakes in the front and drums in the back. So I uh, thought these were pretty cool trucks, and I always really liked them. You can pick them up for six to seven thousand. Um, the interiors in them are pretty cool. Uh, they do a pretty nice job in there. They sound nice. They're fast. They're fun. But they're really a great summer car because I'm a firm believer that a two wheel drive truck is essentially a cheap sports car. If it's set up right. If it's set up right. This Which, truck, you can go many directions with it. I've seen people towing fifth wheels with these trucks. I've also seen these trucks set up for a complete road race. So you can do a lot with these trucks. They're super cheap. They're a lot of fun. They look sweet. I think they're just a great summer car in general. I think they'd be a lot of fun to have. But they're still a two-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive truck. Um, the... That 240 horsepower, you can turn that up to 300 in a hurry with not a whole lot of money. Basically, you put a set of headers on it, take the cats off, and you're at 300 horse. So, yeah, I think that'd be a, a good summer car. So, coolness, I'm going to give it a four. I've always thought these are just really, really sweet-looking trucks. Um, there's actually a guy out at Silver Lake Sand Dunes with one that uh, he turned it into a pre-runner. So it has 18 inches of front travel and like 18 inches of rear travel as 35 Jeez. inch paddle tires underneath it. 
You said these from factory, they came two-wheel drive, right? Yep. Okay. Yep, two-wheel drive only, automatic only. So the second gens, I really like those two. I think they're a little bit uglier, but uh, I agree. they're a little bit out of the $10,000 price range is why I didn't go there. You can find them once in a while, but they're pretty beat. And I don't want I don't want to put a beat car in the price yeah. in the thing. And uh, but those come with a supercharged five four in them. Um, I've gotten to ride in one of those. Those were pretty fun. So coolness, I'm gonna get a four. Summer, I'm gonna have to give it a three because it is a truck, but it's still a two wheel drive truck that came with high performance it's, summer tires yeah. on it and 17 inch rims. So it's really not a. It's really a Mustang, pretty much with a different body from the same generation. Um, and it came with that big 351 motor in it. Um, fun factor, I'm going to give it a four. I think that thing would be a riot. You can just do big smoky burnouts and Louis all day because you got no weight over that rear end. Uh, lightness, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a four. A four. So that brings my total out to 15. twelve, fifteen. Isaac now gets to shred me. <laughs> So my turn. Um, now you get to shred me. I get to shred you. Coolness. They are cool. I will give you that. Um, thinking about it, yeah, that makes you do make a good point. A lightning would be a, a good summer vehicle to have because um, you would winter it. You wouldn't winter no, drive that. But you can also throw some lumber in the back of yeah, it and take gets, it home. Yeah, you, you know, it's, it's a practical it's summer a car. Practical summer car. Yes, it is. Um, coolness factor. I'm gonna give it a three. Um, they definitely are cool. Um, do yeah. Really, really like them. Um, summer car, like I said, it would be a good summer car. Um, you were very highly likely to winter it. I'm going to give it a three as well. Um, fun. Um, actually, summer car, I'm going to give it a four because I, I changed my mind. It, I definitely think it, it makes it makes for a very valid point um, of, of it being a good summer car. Uh, funness factor, it's going to be fun. It's not going to be overly... You're overly fun because I mean it still is a truck. Um, middle of the road, two and a half, not twenty. <laughs> I like that twenty-one and a half you put down. I'll take that. I'm winning. Uh, likeness, I do really like this. Uh, so I'm gonna give it four. Wow. Well, did you? How did you score my likeness? You gave. So you gave me fours on both of mine. Are you a f- no, four and a three. A four and a three. So I think for the likeness factor, we need to do three, four, and five. Three, four, and five? Yeah, so what? your last one would be five points. Oh, mine's four and four on both of mine. Oh, well, then you got to change one. Well, my, wh- why? Why? Yeah. Put down uh, how much you think you like it. How much I think I like it? I, I like it a lot. I'm going to go back. I like it three points worth. All right. So that brings me to six, ten, twelve and a half. Now, what is your final one? My I know it already. I, I I I guarantee I know it. And I'm gonna shred Isaac. <laughs> Any Mazda Miata, perfect summer car. There's a reason why Miata stands for Miata is always the answer, and it's why when people say what's the right car I should buy, and the answer is always Miata. I mean, come on, you want something fun, Miata. You want something cheap. Miata. You want something that's reliable and not going to keep you stranded on the side of the road? Miata. You want something that parts are easily accessible? You want something over someone over Miata. six foot can get in? Not Miata. Well, just shrink. Yeah, that's easy to do. You want something that will make it to 70 before next week? Not Miata. You, there's ways around that, Paul. People shove V8s in Miatas. They turbocharge yeah, them. That's not right now, though. I bet I could search hard enough and find a, a first gen NA Miata with a V8 shoved under the hood for under ten grand. Okay, okay. So I mean Miatas, there I've seen them listed for sale on Craigslist for two thousand bucks, beat up with two hundred ninety thousand miles on it, and you know people say absolutely love the car, you know want to get another one, and I've seen them all the way up to Miatas with V8s and complete suspension upgrades and roll cage set up to go autocross racing every weekend they want you know twenty thousand for so i think the miatas is a great summer car um i've always wanted one as a summer vehicle but i have a fiero so i don't have one so that is my top pick for the answer is always miata um coolness factor miatas are cool they're not cool la ferrari cool um 
so I'm gonna give it a three. A lot of people hate on Miatas. Um, I think I think they are quite interest, quite cool cars. Summer car, um, you're very likely to summer this car only. Um, I've seen them all weathered. Uh, or all neighbor. season. Yeah, guy lives on my street, drives one all year round. Kudos to him. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Funness factor. Um, I can just see myself with a smile on my face all the time driving it. Um, I'm gonna give it five. Likeness, five, because I really like these cars. So that brings my total to 10, 14, 18 points. Your turn, Paul. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to give coolness a one. I, I think so. It's as it's. It's as cool as a Chrysler minivan. That's that's essentially what you're saying. Yes. Take out the fact that you you dislike Miatas because they're small and they're sl- according to you slow. I don't it, think they're cool at all. I'm sorry. I really do not think a, they're cool. A Ford Fiesta or Fiesta, yeah. Festiva. Festiva. I always get them mixed up. That is cooler. Yes. It that's a Kia. I don't care. I think Festivas are cool. I have no love for Miatas any way, shape, or form. I have zero love for Miatas. I really do not understand why anyone would want one. I I, I honestly would drive a Chrysler minivan first. Okay. You said it. I would. And you know how much I hate minivans. You do. I do not realize you hate Miatas that much. They're not practical at all. They're tiny. You I literally cannot get in one. I I bet an MR2 is about as I got in the MR2 roomy. just fine. I got in my mom's super just fine. I get my Corolla just fine. So I can fit in a CJ5. CJ5s are tiny. Okay. No, I just don't see the appeal of a Miata at all. Sorry, one. You have to be you have to uh, I was going to say you need to judge subjectively, but you haven't judged mine subjectively at all. Summerness, I'll I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four on summer. Okay. It's it's summer car. It's what it's for. Yeah. Fun. I'm gonna give it a two. A two. A two. Wow. A Kia Rio. You can have more fun in a Kia Rio than in a Miata. That's yeah. what you're saying. Because I would jump a Kia Rio. You could jump a Miata. Yeah, I guess I could, but I would probably die because the steering wheel will go through my chest. I'm pretty sure the Kia Rio would fold up upon leaving the pavement. I guess that's a thing I'm going to take. Lightness, I'm going to give it. You can't give it a zero. I I, I was going to give it a negative five. (laughs) I guess I'll give it a one on lightness. Wow. I really do not like Miatas. This gives it a total score of an eight. That hurts. That hurts, Paul. They're just no... If if someone has a Miata out there and really does not like my opinion that much and wants me to drive it, I guess I'll drive it just for that sake, just to say once and for all I don't like them, or maybe maybe you'll change my mind. But I just cannot get behind the Miata band. I just don't understand. You don't understand? The, I just it's like a Jeep thing. I just don't understand. You kind of understand the Jeep thing. I like I I I I don't like some of the uh, quality decisions FCA makes, but I understand why people like Jeeps. I don't understand why some girls are so obsessed with them, but I understand the idea and likeness behind a Jeep. I would actually buy a Jeep Gladiator if I wasn't poor. Yeah, you can lease one for $142 a month. I saw that, and I kind of <laughs> want to do it. That's like, wow, why am I leasing one? So, okay. After now that we've shredded the Miata, it is time for my final car. You don't think I'm going to guess this? No, try. Under $10,000. Under $10,000. I'm thinking, I was thinking W body Mercedes or an old Lexus. No? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's probably something stupid like an Escalade. Nope. You're right, right family. Chevy SSR? No. Right family. Uh, Cadillac Elante? No. Simmer- Way too new. Cimarron. No. I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of that before. It's a Chevy Cavalier with a Cadillac badge. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I'll give you a hint. I have a GM family. Uh-huh. I'll give you a hint. It's not a Corvette? Uh-uh. Corvair. No. 
Not a Corvair. A Vega. Muscle. Roadkill muscle. Roadkill muscle. I can't say the last word because it'll give it away. Uh oh, an El Camino. No. Nova. No. Right 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 years. Kind Chevelle. of. Nope. I'm going with the Chevy C ten pickup. Really? Uh huh. That's your top pick for My a top car? pick for summer car. What? They are the ultimate summer car. Because so I was gonna go say lightning for people who aren't mechanically inclined and C10 for people who are because the lightning is going to have fuel injection and modern electronics and that kind of thing. But I think what puts the the, the C10 above that a, they don't have all those electronics and B there's just so much aftermarket support for these things. You can literally put an independent rear suspension in them from bolt in kit. Really? Yeah. You take the rear end out of a Ford expedition and bolt it basically in with an aftermarket kit. There's so much aftermarket for these things. You can put bolt in LS motor in them, bolt in Coyote motor, bolt in 3.5 EcoBoost. You can bolt in whatever motor you want, pretty much. They come with a small block Chevy in it, which is a great motor to start with already. So you have a 350, which probably makes 200 to 300 horsepower from the factory with a four-barrel carburetor which is more than enough power to start having fun with. You know, you can get them a manual or automatic. You can slam them to the ground if that's your thing. You can set them for road racing, or you can leave it up in the air and use it as a, like a summer work truck. There's just so much you can do with them. You can set these things up for road racing that'll beat any brand new Camaro. You can just drive it around and enjoy it. You can do anything you want with them. You can bang them out and drag it on the ground and be dirt nasty low. They're just an awesome, super, super uh, dependable and super, super uh, versatile summer car that you can set up any way you want. And they're not that expensive. You might be over 10 grand for a short box. If you want to run really one under 10. Yes, you can. How rusty is it? Not very. Okay. So you can get them in pretty nice shape for under $10,000. Slightly less nice shape if you want a short box. Short boxes are more desirable. But look look at the Roadkill muscle truck. Look, that thing is awesome. It is all the power you'll ever need. It handles well. It's fast. It's super, super cool. And they even took it to Glamis Sand Dunes and put mud tires on it and raced up the sand dunes. And that thing was nasty. They put the street tires back on it and went road racing. They're just a fantastic summer car. I think they're awesome. So, coolness, I'm going to give it a four. I think they're freaking sweet. <laughs> okay. Summer, I'm going to give it a three because it's still a pickup truck. I made the other one a three. I think it, it, I don't know, it's still a truck. Fun, I'm going to have to go with a four. It's got a small block Chevy pickup truck. You can do some awesome things with that thing. Likeness. I'm going to have to go with a five on lightness. That gives my total out to a 16, I think. Wow. High roller. I think they're freaking sweet. Okay. And I don't even like GM that much. I could get behind a C10. They are they are cool pickups. Um, I will I will give you that. But the problem is, is now he's pissed that I raged on the Miata, and he's not going to give me any nice scores. <laughs> Maybe. He's pissed. <laughs> Glad I went first. Uh... <laughs> I got screwed going <laughs> second. <laughs> So coolness, yes, a C10, it's it's cool, um, but it's a pickup, and I would argue that the other cars on our list are cooler. So I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a two. Um, summer, it's a truck. Um, they put four wheel drive in the, some of these, didn't they? That's a K10. That's a K10. So C10's um, only two wheel drive. I did not know that was the distinction. Yep. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Um, fun. It's not gonna really put a smile on my face. I mean, it'd be cool to drive, but I'm not gonna be able to find any cool back roads to go enjoy on it. Why not? Slow. It's a slow truck from the '70s. It's gonna handle poor. You can get them from the '70s, the '80s, the '60s. Well, you didn't specify what. I was assuming like the '70s. Well, that's your assumptions. No. Well, I'm going to give it a two. Um, likeness factor, I do I do like these trucks. Um, I do think they're very cool. I'm going to give it a four. All right. So that brings the score to 
six, eight, eleven points. All right. So the numbers are tallied. The numbers are tallied, and, and the winner is. Well, we should should we do a running order? We should do a running order. Okay. So in third place, shocker. Um, actually, I can <laughs> read through the list to figure out which one is third place. We should say last place. And the last place is the Mia. cobra. Is it cobra? Oh yeah. Wow. I can't even read. Last place is the Cobra. 12.75 points. 12.75 points. Isaac didn't like the Cobra. I thought the Cobra was cool. The Cobra's just okay. It's so, a 90s Mustang. Followed that by that, which should be in dead last, is the Miata. The Miata with 13. Very, very sad. I think it was that sad. Uh, next place was a tie. Between the S10 or the C10, not the S10. No one cares about the S10. That'd be bad. That would lose. Yeah. Unless it's a uh, Cyclone. Yeah, maybe. The 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 C10 and or the MR2. MR2, they tied. And then the last, the first place one, it was actually very close. Um, so next up was my Nissan Z car, fourteen Th- points, three hundred ZX. Yeah, those are. So I'm sad. If you would have picked, win. if you would have picked the two forty, I might have won. Really? Yeah, I like the two forties a lot more. I, I didn't. Three hundred. I picked the three hundred. Or if you had picked a newer 300 with the turbos, I might have picked that one too. Yeah. So, but I come out the winner with probably my almost more favorite car on the list. I just put the C10 higher because it has such more aftermarket support and it doesn't have the electronics. So it's a lot easier to mod and make more your own. But is the Ford Lightning 14.25? 14.25. It's pretty close. Mm-hmm. The Lightning's a good truck. I, I, a, I, I, I will give you that. It is a, it is a good truck. Yes. I, I, I feel comfortable with that as our winner, as our best summer car. I do as well. So This well, was fun. It's one that we didn't hate each other on. I know. Good job. Good job. That was fun. <laughs> We're dorks. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess moving on, we can random car fact time? Random car fact time. Okay. Did you know this car fact? Did you read the card? I did not read okay, it. Okay, well then don't read it. I'll tell it to you. <laughs> maybe I'll know it, maybe I won't. What vehicle debuted with a center console that could be removed and used as a beverage cooler? The Pontiac Aztec. Oh, come on. You my, knew that? Yeah. My buddy Jake was looking at buying one. Why does he want an Aztec? Because it's 500 bucks. Uh, he wants to beat the crap out of it. The whole idea of buying a car under... Honestly, like fifteen hundred dollars, you have to, I mean, that's a whole separate top podcast topic. But you have to understand, it's gonna need a lot of work. This one runs and drives for five hundred bucks. Why is it five hundred dollars? Because it's his coworker. Still, so is he gonna buy it? He might. He's thinking about it. I'm really disappointed though that he doesn't have the pop out tent for the bike. Well, I was just gonna say, if he buys it, you need to tell him to buy the pop out tent. Yes, that's another random car fact. You, <laughs> Dang the, it! <laughs> the only one comes with the pop out tent, Pontiac Aztec. Yeah. So they also had they had some they were quite innovative at the time with the accessories for that car. They had the center console, which was a cooler, um, the pop out tent. I feel like that's a asking for drinking and driving. Probably, yes. Um, <laughs> Which I mean, don't do, please. So uh, Chrysler wasn't too far behind them, and the Chrysler Caliper had two glove boxes, and one of them was air-conditioned. You could use it as, you could put beverages in it when you ran the AC. It kept it cool. That's interesting. It didn't really work that well. Oh, it's a Chrysler. <laughs> um, Chrysler's going to But the Aztec us. also... We love you, Chrysler. Yeah, I had, I had a modern FCA product. It was... It was great. I would buy anything with an SRT badge. Um, but the Aztec also had an air compressor in the trunk. It was pretty cool. I felt feel like it had more interesting, unique accessories. Maybe we it. should do the special on the Aztec. We should talk about the history. I think they're so ugly. <laughs> so do I. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yes. I love Walter Breaking Bad. Walter the, White. The then Aztec. he upgrades to the 300. Which wasn't as cool as the Aztec. It, he he had more of a presence in the 300, but he looked so much more Dorky. interesting in the Aztec. Aztec. Yeah, such a good fit for him. Pulling up to the chicken shack. <laughs> uh, yes. So what was El po- no El Pollo Loco. Yeah, Pollo Loco. Yes, I Anyways, love that show. So Pontiac Aztec. There's your random. Car you can be back. Walter White. Yes, you can be Walter White. Make the blue stuff. So, don't make the blue stuff, please. (laughs) Uh, So, for Cool Tool, we're going to do kind of an automotive product. 
which is the Seafoam Top Engine Cleaner. This is not Seafoam. I don't even know what the the Seafoam everyone knows of. Like the, that's just the fuel system treatment. Yeah, fuel system. So this stuff is in a similar looking can, but it has, it's aerosol. It's aerosol. It's a little bit taller. It's a little bit taller, and it's. Uh, and what you do with it is you pop your intake boot off of your right right before the throttle body, and you feed the inserted the the included tube in to the intake bot, uh, manifold, and with following the instructions on the can, uh, then you put the intake tube back on. This is after your car is at operating temperature, and then you turn it off yep. quick and do this. Yep. Um, and then we're not going to give you all the details. You have to read the can. Yeah, it's very easy to it's, do. Though. It's super easy. Anyone who knows how to use a screwdriver can probably handle this. It yep. does take two people. Yep, it takes two people. Um, so after you do that, you put this all in and you hook the can up to the to this tube. You have someone start your car and hold it at about twenty five hundred ish RPM. Yeah, two thousand to twenty five hundred. So um, my car, when I did it, twenty five hundred to three thousand worked better because the way my intake manifold is shaped, it would all just sit and collect at the bottom of the intake manifold because it has a like a. a it has a plenum in it, which is down part on the bottom. So, and you weren't like spraying right into the engine okay. with some of them. You'd put it spray in, and then the intake manifold takes it up and over, kind of. So you had to get a little more RPM into it for it to really work well. But um, so you put that in there, and you have someone hold that like 2,000, 2,500 RPM, and you just hold the can wide open until it empties. It takes about five to ten minutes yeah five to ten minutes takes um, a while now your back of your car after a while is gonna start to smoke like a fiend yeah white smoke will be pouring out and D- don't worry yeah don't worry that's, it's okay that's what it's doing it's okay don't freak out but then you go after as soon as this is all done and you take your car for a drive and you drive aggressively you're gonna well no you miss missed a step oh you turn it off and yeah, wait for and 15 let it minutes heat soak for 10 to 15 minutes yep and then you start it up and you drive aggressively now, the first time you get the gas on after you get out of your driveway, there's going to be no bugs left for miles because yeah. you're going to fumigate everything with your exhaust. Yeah. Um, which is actually kind of fun. It is. <laughs> People, when I pulled out on the Lake Michigan Drive, which is like a busy four-lane, like 55-mile-an-hour road, uh, people were honking at me, like aggressively, like pissed honking. Well, they probably thought your car was about to explode. <laughs> I guess, I guess. But uh, so we it ran this. So it's supposed to clean out your top of your engine. So your your valves, your pistons, piston rings, cylinder head, get all the junk out of there and also clean out your catalytic converters um, and just clean everything really, really well. And so that's all the smoke you see is all that carbon buildup basically burning off. And uh, my car ran it idles significantly smoother now after i did this and i've picked up about a half mile a gallon over the last four tanks so That's um pretty good yeah for a ten dollar can it definitely idles smoother now though which is nice because before it would kind of vibrate the car a little bit like yeah and it definitely idles smoother um i never had any oil consumption problems or anything like that before so i can't really speak to that part of it but for a ten dollar can now this is not something i would do all the time yeah. I would probably do it once every 50,000 miles maybe. But um, it works pretty well for a $10 can of fix it in a can. Um, another thing I should mention quick before I forget, do this like right before you're going to do an oil change. Yeah. Because your oil is going to turn black and nasty because you're loosening up all this crap inside yeah. your engine. So um, what seafoam is essentially a heavy detergent. Yep. So it's going to loosen up. All this, you know, carbon and buildup in the engine. Sludge. Sludge. And it's going to go, that's going to go somewhere. You know, you might burn it off, but what you don't burn off is going to end up, you know, the bottom of your crankcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something. Or in your oil filter, which or, will clog it. Yeah. And this is something that's not on the can. And I kind of learned. The hard way. The hard way. Because um, I did this to my Saturn right after I did an oil change. Um, and when I did change the oil, you know, 2,500 miles later, the oil was, was dark and it had some thicker chunks to it. So I would definitely recommend you do this right before, maybe a yep. hundred miles before an yep. oil change. Make sure you give it enough time to run out all that stuff. So it doesn't just dump right into your fresh oil. Like I wouldn't yeah. do this and then immediately go and change your oil as soon as you get back from your 10 minute drive. Yeah. So no, do it, you know, give yourself a hundred or 200 miles for let the stuff all clear out kind of, and then put the 
then change your oil. But no, we don't. It'll, it could clog up your oil filter or your oil make your oil a lot dirtier depending on how how bad your car actually is. So you just want to make sure you get that oil contaminants out of the engine as soon as as soon as possible. But no, I was really impressed with the stuff. I think it worked really well. I'm gonna actually try it on my lawnmower pretty really? quick. Yeah, the whole can. No, <laughs> no. There's separate instructions on the bottom for small engines. Okay, I was gonna say. It's a so lot of sea foam. <laughs> no, you kind of like spray it in, and like as the engine bogs down, you stop spraying it, and then you spray some more as the engine bogs down. Okay. Um, but no, I'm gonna give this a shot on my lawnmower and see if that helps it. I mean, it runs well, but it's got it's had a hard life. So it's a commercial lawnmower for and it gets mowed with hours a week so yeah i was really impressed with it so yeah give it a shot and let us know what you think about it if you screw up putting this in your engine and it hurts something it's not our fault yes it's not our fault and it also (laughs) says that on the can yes (laughs) but if you do it correctly it should not hurt your engine and it should make it better yep so but if if you know if you are kind of nervous about doing this you know watch some youtube videos there's a guy project farm on youtube Watch him. It's quite amazing what he's done with Seafoam. <laughs> yep. Uh, check him out. Uh, shout out to Project Farm. We don't yeah. know you, but you do cool videos yeah. on YouTube. We like Keep you. Keep them up. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, watch him and see how he does it if you need an example. But, uh, yeah, it's really not hard. Anyone with any sort of – if you can change your own oil, you can do this. You can do this, yeah. I think that's probably a very good comparison. If you can change your own oil, you can handle this. Yeah. If you're scared to change your oil, I probably mm. wouldn't try it. Yeah, I would say that. I – so if you go to your local auto parts store, they may charge fifteen, sixteen dollars. Yeah. I think a can. mine had a price tag of like eleven ninety nine yeah. on it. I bought I found that Walmart carries them the cheapest. I think I paid eight dollars at Walmart. So yeah, I got mine for Christmas. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> it's a good gift. Uh huh. I I'd give them to people. Yeah. So no, I really like anything seafoam. I like their fuel treatment. I use their fuel treatment once every oil change, so every two months ish, two and a half. Wow. So, it's a lot of seafoam. You should buy stock in them. I should buy stock in seafoam. They should buy stock in shifting gears. They should. They Maybe should sponsor, they sponsor us. us. Yes, seafoam. If you're listening, we would like a sponsorship. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we get into Craigslist showdown? Yes. Who won last time? Uh, we didn't actually post this last time because we waited a month and a half, and I went to post it when I this week. And the postings. And were the gone. postings were gone. So, but uh. Um, sorry for that month and a half wait. I don't even remember what my car was last time. I don't remember what. Oh, mine was the the Dodge truck thing. Oh, that's right the the car the truck yes. from hell. Yes. I don't remember what mine was. I don't know, but uh, no, Anyways. sorry. Uh, if you've ever been to engineering school, exam time gets pretty dang crazy, and yeah. I kind of ran out of time, so that's why we didn't have anything posted for a while. Um, but we're gonna fix that, and we're gonna get back on this hard. So. That won't happen again. I'll go first. All right, you go first. So my pick is, post the link, 19, so our our city is, uh, um, shoot, what's the city? Our city is something in North Dakota. Uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. Bismarck, North Dakota. Why North Dakota, you ask? Just randomly picked a city. I was like, hey, let's try it. So the, the topic this week was to try to find a summer car in Bismarck, North Dakota, in a 300-mile radius from Bismarck. It was kind of difficult. It was. <laughs> There's not much in Bismarck. If yeah. you're from Bismarck, you don't got much. <laughs> on Craigslist. <laughs> on Craigslist. You might have much I've in life. I've driven through Bismarck once in my life. Really? Yeah. I never heard of it until you posted that this morning. You told me this morning yeah, we're doing it's, Bismarck. It's. I like North Dakota. I could drive um, this thing. 1970 Mercedes 250 Coupe. This thing is red. It, it's got white. Is this what you picked? No, but you said coop. It's a coop. I hate the word coop. I don't. I don't know why, just, but it just makes me cringe every time I heard the word coop. I don't understand that, but whatever. So it's it's red. It's I think it's very classy looking. Um, I'd rock this thing. It's got white leather. It's in really good shape. Um, guy says he drove it all the way from Florida to South Dakota. It's in Watertown, South Dakota at the moment. Um, last summer, said it drives great. He'll drive it anywhere in the United States for you. Um, this would be an awesome summer car to have. Uh, I could rock this thing. So that's my pick for for 7700 bucks. Hmm. And for $1,000, he'll deliver it. 
anywhere. Yeah. So that's pretty generous, actually. So I just put mine in the thing so I can go look at it. Mine is a 1982 Chevrolet C10 <laughs> short box for 7600 bucks, and this thing is nice. Wow, it is nice. So this is what I'm talking about with my summer cars. This thing I is like sweet. I love this truck. It's got a 383 stroker in it, so that probably makes 450 horsepower. Uh, he said it's got 2,000 miles since the motor install. Uh, it was painted in 2005. There is some minor scratches from being driven, but overall clean. Um, and so there's a little bit of rust starting besides the passenger side rear wheel, but that's pretty fixable. It's got long tube headers, new brakes and rotors, Edelbrock intake, some really sharp 20-inch wheels. I probably would have gone 17s or 18s, but they look really nice. Um, it's got a 3500 stall converter in it with a turbo 350 with a rebuilt of the shift kit. So that's gonna that's a drag race setup right there. Um, new drive shafts, new radiator shocks, gauges. It's got the interior's been changed a little bit. It's got a bucket seats with some sort of a homemade center console. I'm not sh- super convinced in the center console. But uh, other than that, this thing is a really nice truck. I would rock the crap out of this thing. This thing's a driver. So, I mean, it's a truck that you can go buy and run to church on Sunday morning and not be worried about someone, you know, giving you a door ding. Like, you don't want a door ding, obviously. But, yeah. like, it's not something that's too nice that you can't take and drive. But it's a really nice truck. 7600 bucks. I love this truck. Someone listening to us should go buy this because I can't. Someone should go buy that Mercedes. Because I can't. Yeah. I want both of our cars. They would be they both would be good cars. So that's my summer car. Awesome. So Detroit Lakes area, which is in western Minnesota, is quite a nice area. I've been there also before. That's nice. <laughs> so you got anything else? Uh like us on social media, Instagram, um, Facebook. Send us an email. Send us an email, shifting gears podcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Ask us your questions. Um, ask us your questions, your comments. Tell us what you like about us, what you hate. <laughs> yeah, feel free to tell us what you hate. We might fire back a nasty email at you. Probably not. No. We're too we're, nice. We're too nice. So Make sure you uh, like us. I said that. Yeah, I? you did say that already. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yep, hit the subscribe button on. Let where... us know where you're from. Maybe we'll pick you for Craigslist Showdown because yeah. we don't have anything and we're desperate. We're not, don't say we're desperate. You're giving it away. <laughs> I think they already Come know on, that. Paul. We're in Bismarck, North Dakota. How more desperate do you get? <laughs> I didn't even heard of this place until this morning. <laughs> Anyways, so hope you enjoyed tonight's uh, episode. Um, let us know what you think. And with that, we're shifting gears. Keep shifting the gears. Keep shifting the gears.